everyone and welcome to the Memos of a Millionaire podcast. It's me, Alicia May, and I'm so excited to be here with you all as I'm on the road from zero to seven figures and beyond. And if you're listening, then I'd love to hear from you. So come tag me on socials and let's connect. And well, if you're not listening, I feel sorry for you because this is where I bear it all and share my lived in experience scaling to success. And that, well, it's something you just can't buy. So let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh my goodness, this podcast has been bubbling up in the background for some time now. And those of you that have come across from my audience and already know me well will remember that during the later months in 2022, I created a private mailing list called Daily Memos of a Millionaire in the Making. And that's actually where the idea and inspiration for this podcast came from. So welcome to those of you that have come across from the memos or indeed that have come across from my client base, from my social media, from my world and any newbies that are here. Welcome. Welcome to this incredible space. I'm so excited to welcome you to this series and share my journey because I am the girl next door. Yeah, I'm the girl next door. I'm not Jenny from the block. I'm Alicia from down the road. And I am very much going to be sharing with you as I continue to scale the journey that I have been on in my business from where I started to now. But as I continue to grow, because as I sit here now with you recording this episode and getting ready to end 2022 and start 2023 by the time you're listening to this, I have been reflecting on my own journey. And it's in this reflection that I wanted to take the opportunity for this first podcast episode to not only reintroduce myself to those that don't know me, but introduce myself to those of you that do and share a little bit about some of the things that you may or may not know about me and my business and my growth and where I am now. So why did I call this podcast Memos of a Millionaire? Well, it says it all, doesn't it? On the tin. I have been scaling and working on this business of mine since November 2020. And I'm going to be really honest with you all. When I very first had the idea to start a business, it came off the back of me having a very sick period and an ill period of health in 2020 when I was taken down with COVID. And those that know me well or were in my audience at that time will know that I was very sick, very poorly. I was hospitalised and had a number of different health complications. And during that process, to cut a very long story short, there was a time when I was very, very poorly and I was told by doctors that I may have to go on to ventilation. And I remember the moment, clear as day, in April in 2020, laying in that room waiting for the doctors and nurses to come in to prepare me, to intubate me. And I remember laying there and almost seeing on a film in my mind, my life until then. Yeah, bearing in mind at this point, I had just turned 29. So, you know, still a ripe old age and was really reflecting on what I'd already done in my life. And it sounds really morbid, but it has to be said, because I was so sick and I was surrounded at that time in the pandemic by so many people that were at the end of their life or that were fighting for their life, it crossed my mind, you know, as a fit, healthy 29-year-old that had no health complications, that was so sick, it crossed my mind on what could happen 
what might happen. And it was having this time to reflect, this time of being so poorly and, you know, waiting for the next steps to move forward in my medical care that I just reflected. And as I say, had that life as a movie playing out for me. And do you know what? I have lived some incredible experiences in those 29 years prior to where I am now, you know, having grown up as a young girl in Norfolk with two young brothers and my mum and dad, an incredible family around me, grandparents that I adore, having gone through school, college, university, moving up into my career in the banking industry and being successful and, you know, a number of different accolades to my name. It certainly has not been a wasted 29 years, but it did beg the question of, well, am I really happy? Was I really happy? And was I doing what I wanted to do? And the answer was no. The answer was, although the role that I was in at the time in the industry was focused around learning and development, mentorship, coaching, it was really more around that educational space, which I loved, I could see a greater impact beyond working in a bank. I could see a greater impact that I just knew I was born to create and be a part of. And it was through that process and coming out of hospital and recovering and moving forward. And in fact, it was that recovery that was a huge step in me starting this business because I'd spent a lot of time late into 2019 and early into 2020 learning about the law of attraction, reading The Secret, yeah, the Rhonda Byrne books, I'm sure that you all know about them, and dabbling in this metaphysical space in manifestation, in the law of attraction. And I literally remember laying there in that bed, waiting for the next steps to be taken, to be prepared to get ready to be hooked up to the breathing apparatus. And I remember then laying there and quite literally asking, you know, who do you believe in? Maybe it's God, maybe it's the universe, maybe it's just speaking to a family member in spirit or just, you know, connecting to yourself. But I remember laying there and asking and saying, I'm not ready to go yet. Like, I have so much more to give. Like, I remember feeling sad and I imagined at that time it was my nan because it was only the two years prior to that that she'd passed and I was very close to her. So I remember laying there and saying, nan, I'm not ready to join you yet. Like, I'm, I'm not. And using the power of my mind and do you know what to this day still I back it and you will hear me talk about it in a number of different episodes moving forward the power of the mind is phenomenal and evidence happened firsthand right it was it was seen because the doctors came back a matter of hours later to prepare me and before they did they did their checks bloods oxygen levels all that kind of thing that they do and as if by some kind of miracle the doctor actually used the word miracle my stats had increased. The saturation of my oxygen levels had gone up to a healthy level. It was so low that they were getting ready to put me on breathing apparatus so that I could not have to breathe for myself and I had a machine breathing for me. Like they literally could not explain how it happened. I know how it happened. I know that I used my mind. I know that I am in control of my body and myself and I know how powerful this is. But that was confirmation for me that I just knew that this work on a deeper level, that this was a sign almost that I needed to take it further. I needed to go forth and claim back the rest of my life. And from that moment on, the game changed. Everything changed because 
okay, I didn't walk out of hospital and start the business that same day, that same week, or even that same month. But I started to make investments. I went on to courses to learn how to become a coach, because although I was already coaching and mentoring in the space, I wanted to, of course, gain skills and tools to do that. And it was in the November of 2020, the 11th, in fact, that I launched the Instagram page had the logos, got everything ready. And even now, I think it's amazing that I didn't intentionally say, oh, 11-11, let's launch on that day. But angel numbers, I'm not sure if it's something you resonate with. I see them a lot. 11-11 is the most common one that I see, 2-2-2-2. I see 1-1-1 and 2-2-2 a lot. And the 1-1-1 has always meant a lot to me because 11-11 is the date that I founded this business. And it's just so special to me. But anyway, that's a whole other conversation. So I founded the business. And at the time, I was still working full time in the banking industry. And how did I get into banking, you might ask? Well, I've actually got a background. And maybe it won't surprise you when I tell you because I love speaking. I love doing podcasts. I love performing. I love entertaining. I love hosting events and doing what I do. And the reason that I do is because I have always been a thespian at heart. I have always been a theatre baby at heart and I did musical theatre at university. And I've always been a part of the triple threat squad, yeah? Singing, dancing, acting. That's my jam. I loved it. And to be honest with you, the dream was always to get into the West End and eventually get into TV and film. But you know what? I left uni. I had a great summer in 2012. I went and danced in the opening ceremony of the London 2012 Olympics. I was part of a two-man show at the Fringe Festival. I did some really cool stuff, like really, really cool stuff. But then, as we do, as we do, I fell into a job. I fell into a job at a bank, which I was super grateful for at the time because, you know, finishing uni, debt up to my eyeballs, overdraft about to expire and being overloaded and was like, okay, get me this job. Let's do it for a year or two. Let's get some money behind me and let's come back to the dream. But I never went back to it. And you know what? I sometimes still now get people ask me, do I regret that? And listen, there were years at the start of that journey where maybe I did, where maybe I felt that I gave up too soon on that part of my dream. But I know now that that wasn't the end goal. Like I still am very creative. I love to sing and dance. I love to go to the theatre and be part of the creative arts. And you know what? Maybe, maybe in my 30s, as I continue to go into the later half or even in my 40s, who knows, you might be flicking on Netflix in a few years time and seeing me on your screen. It's not something that I've given up on. It really isn't. I think it's something that's on the, the back burner maybe for me later in life. But for now, I know that I'm right where I'm meant to be. But I fell into the banking industry 2012, October, starting off in branch as a cashier. And I must say this, right? Although I had that realisation that I'm not meant to be in banking forever. I loved my job in the industry I did. And okay, there were some jobs along the way that I had that weren't in alignment. And there were some managers that I had or some people that I worked with that weren't my vibe. However, I'm so grateful for it because, oh my goodness, as a 21 year old leaving uni that then spent a decade in the banking industry, scaling her way from being a assistant cashier in branch up to being a personal assistant, up to being an assistant manager, up to being a manager, up to being a senior manager, working my way up through the ranks. You know, I worked my way up in the end to, I think it was the seventh or eighth pay scale. You know, I was only a few off of being at a director level. And 
I've really achieved incredible things in the industry and I'm so grateful for the experience that I had, for the connections I made, for the opportunity that I had there because I have no doubt that it's all of that incredible experience that I gained in corporate over those years that have also made me the coach that I am now, right? So very grateful to that and of course as the universe quite often gives us a kick I had an opportunity come to me at the beginning of 2020 to to take redundancy and I actually had a similar thing happen to me in 2021 but at this point guys my business was so new okay I was making 50 pounds here 200 pounds there sometimes nothing but it didn't matter because I kept telling myself that you know it was a hobby it was on the side it was a side hustle you know I'm, I've got my salary I don't have to make loads of money and that's why I, I joke about this with my clients now but the first year to 18 months for me were very much an expensive hobby. It was very much a I'm doing this along the side and not taking it seriously kind of vibe. And I think that there was two elements to that. I think number one, because I had the safety and security of my day job, I didn't push myself and challenge myself because I always knew that I had that safety. But I think there was also an element, right, of well, what if I fail? What what if I fail? Like what if this doesn't go according to plan? That that imposter syndrome coming through, you know, and, and kind of thinking and, and having these beliefs that it was going to be hard that it was going to be really hard and really challenging for me. So when the first redundancy opportunity came and I was only about eight or nine months into the business, I was like, absolutely not. Love my role in the bank. Let's continue. And I did. And I stayed there, continued working on the business. But I remember and In fact, it was almost a year ago to this day, because I'm sitting here recording this now on the 30th of December. It was almost a year ago to this day that I remember being like, something's got to change. I'm shaking it up. I'm taking it to the next level. I made my first multi-five-figure investment in a coach, 20 grand. And it was scary because I didn't know if I was going to make that money back. I also did not have all of the money to pay the coach. I, I was using some savings that I had at the time to make the first payment, but I was, you know, taking a bet on myself. I was gambling. But what I knew was, no matter what the cost, I was going to make it happen. I knew that 2022 was going to be the year that Alicia May Coaching Limited blew up and that it was. And that is exactly why I've created this podcast because I've scaled my business to multi six figures. In fact, I'm sitting here recording this podcast with you now and I'm at over half a million in cash and sitting not far off of seven figures in sales overall in the business in, in just 12 months. So it's been phenomenal, the growth, the journey, the expansion. I am a different woman to what I was a year ago. I, I joke with my friends and family and as I say I'm still the Alicia you love and learn. No, I'm still a little bit naughty, a little bit dirty, a little bit cheeky, a little bit, you know, sharing everything and being the thespian, creative, out there, arty queen that I am. But what's changed about me is my belief in myself, is that nothing is too big, that actually I really just know now that the sky is not even the limit. And it sounds cheesy, but it's true. Like, I love the work that I'm doing because you know what? I'll be honest, money is a big activator for me. And I've got a number of reasons for it. You know, I came from a working class family where money was always a struggle, where my parents struggled to move from a residential estate that we were living on that was really rough. And my brothers got bullied. They're both disabled. And we spent years of our lives being bullied. In fact, I you know, can't 
repeat it on this podcast because it's a bit graphic but there was a moment back when I was a teenager that our house got vandalized and it was abusive graffiti aimed at my brothers because they were profoundly deaf and I remember my mum and dad saying this is enough we've got to move but in order for them to move they had to borrow money from their parents they didn't have the funds and listen I didn't have a terrible childhood I had a good one and I know that my mum and dad did their best, but I watched the struggle firsthand and I knew that I didn't want this to become generational. I didn't want my future family or myself to struggle through my 30s, 40s, 50s, through raising a family, starting a family, through doing what I was doing. So a big part of my why for money is breaking where I've come from and being the first self-made millionaire in my family. That feels like such a great accolade to hold for me. But the money... It goes deeper than that because, yeah, isn't it great, right? Money is freedom. Money is opportunity. There might even be some of you listening that are going, oh, but money is evil. Money is hard to make. Money is this. Okay, fine, honey. We'll talk about this in another episode. We'll talk about money mindset. But listen, money is freedom. And a big part of my mission is the more I get, the more I give. It 100% has to be because I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for everyone I'm doing it for the people that never thought that they could. I'm doing it for my family. I'm doing it for myself. I'm doing it for my future family. But the legacy, the impact, the reason why I love being a coach is because of the impact it creates and the ripple effect. And I'm sure that there'll be so many of you that listen to this that are coaches yourself or are online-based business owners too that will resonate and will listen to this and will go, yeah, because... Money is an energy exchange, right? It is. And to work with me, depending on what container you come into, there's different points of investment. You know, you can work with me from as little as £3 a day in my membership, but that goes right up to the multi-five-figure investment to come in, VIP, one-to-one energy with me. And that's amazing. That's incredible. And I'm so grateful for every single payment that hits my account, whether it's £11 for a meditation or whether it is a pay in full at £40,000. It all means the world to me. But what means more is seeing the success of my clients. What means more is watching my clients grow, seeing my client Helen start her business and grow from nothing to a six figure business owner. See my client Lydia, who is a single mum of two boys, struggle and scale and create consistent five figure months and show that it is possible to show that it is possible to other single mums too, that they can do it, to mums generally, to see the incredible growth and confidence of all of the women that I work with, of all of them, of all of them. I could sit here and roll off hundreds of names, I could, but this is why I do what I do. This is why I do what I do. And this is why it was an absolute no-brainer for me to create this podcast and to be able to share my experience because there'll be some of you that are a few steps behind me in this journey that are going to be listening and learning and seeing me tread the path first and maybe even learning from my mistakes as well because that's what you want to create too, right? Maybe you want to be a millionaire. Maybe you want to create incredible impact in your business. Maybe you're even someone that's thinking of starting a business and you've not even started one yet. Or maybe you are a career queen that is just here for the ride and the inspo and wants to learn and grow and be a part of this energy. But whoever you are and wherever you are, I'm so grateful that you're giving me your time and that you're listening to this episode. And I really hope that you come back for future episodes and you plug in and tune into this because one thing I know 
is that this series is going to change people's lives. It's changing mine as I grow. And undoubtedly, as you watch me evolve through these next episodes and the months and the, the years that go, I will be a different podcaster. But I just know that what I'm going to share with you, it goes beyond value. It goes beyond anything that I could put a price on. Because you can teach people the tools. You can teach people the skills. I can coach my people to unlock and unleash their potential and to help them make decisions themselves that feel aligned, to help them take action that matches their mission. But you know what? This is my lived experience. This is Alicia May, the 31-year-old gal that is sharing the journey, the what it takes, the growth, the expansion, the challenges, the difficult times. This is me bearing it all to you. And I'm so grateful to have you here in my audience. So thank you for tuning in to this welcome episode. I hope it was really nice for you to hear a little bit about who I am, what I do and why I'm here right now. And just to close out, I thought it would be nice to tell you a little bit about where I am now and what next, because we're looking ahead as I record this podcast. It's coming to the end of December. You're probably listening to this and it's in fact already January. Now, where I'm at now, is I'm a full-time coach. My one-to-one is fully booked until the summer of 2023, but I still have space in my incredible mastermind program and membership to welcome more women into my community. So if you have connected and listened to this podcast and you're feeling called to come in and develop and expand beyond where you're at right now, I'd love to invite you to DM me and reach out to me at I am Alicia May Coaching on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. But beyond the ways that we can work together and even connect together on social media, what's coming next? What is on the agenda for me in 2023? What is it that I'm working on? So moving forward in my business, I wanted to just share a couple of headline goals and things that I'm working on myself, which will lead nicely into the next episode, which is going to be all around new year, new goals, but same me. Because do you know what? I love the new year as an opportunity to come in and start a new chapter and refresh our goals and focus. But I absolutely hate the phrase new year, new me. Like, no, no, honey, you are good enough as you are right now. It's new year, same me, only better. That's the, that's the energy we're here for. So for me, I think a really beautiful way of expressing this to you and sharing this is to share the top words that I am coining this year that I want to really embody within my business and within my strategy. So the first word is refinement. And what does refinement mean? Well, refinement to me means refining what's already there and creating a best in class client experience. I'm expanding and developing my offerings, my programs to make sure that people have got more access to me, but also so that I protect my energy. Yeah. Another word that's coming in for me this year is flow, because a big part of scaling my business in year one, which uh, year two, sorry, which I'll speak about more in future episodes, is that I'll be honest, I made some decisions that weren't in alignment and I felt rushed. I felt pressure. I felt speed of moving. And as a result, nearly burnt out twice. So flow absolutely has to be a word for me in 2023 that I embrace because I need to make sure that the pace I'm moving at serves me. I need to make sure that it feels good, that it enables me to create what I want to create and do so whilst protecting my energy so that I'm not only the best person for me, but I'm the best person for my clients. Yeah. Refinement, flow, expansion is the next word. Expanding my income, expanding my impact, expanding my business, continuing to grow because 
if you're not growing, you're dying, right? If you're not growing, if things aren't changing around you, then it represents that standing still. And one thing I know about me is that I'm not going to be standing still. I might be slowing down. I might be more mindful and taking some time to just simply be. But, you know, this is where I'm focusing my energy. OK, this is where I'm focusing my energy. So expansion, flow, refinement, really connecting to this energy. Yeah, really connecting to this energy. So there's more to come. I'm going to save it for the next episode as I dive in a little bit more on New Year and support you and give you some really valuable takes on how I combine both strategy, because strategy is very important in business, with allowing myself to create and flow in a way that suits me. Yeah, allowing myself to be intuitive, allowing myself to blend the masculine and feminine. So thank you so, so much for tuning in really great to have you here. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd love to get a review from you or even get a tag on socials at I am Alicia May Coaching. Hit subscribe and come back in for the next episode of Memos of a Millionaire in the Making. Thank you. Much love. Goodbye.